Enacted in 1955 after smog disasters devastated communities worldwide, the Clean Air Act is a comprehensive federal law that establishes standards for allowable levels of air pollution. The act was made to be updated throughout time as environmental factors change. A recent focus pivots to fine particulate matter 2.5. Known as PM2.5, these molecules belong to a class of pollutants that are less than 2.5 microns in width. To put things into perspective, you need 30 of these particles lined up to form the width of a strand of hair. So they are very small flecks, which makes them deadly. New York's Department of Health explains that exposure to PM2.5 can cause short-term health consequences such as eye, nose, or throat irritation. Over the long run, they may affect lung function and worsen medical conditions such as asthma and heart disease. The Environmental Protection Agency's new plan for cleaner air aims to tighten the legal standard of PM2.5 pollution, which is a popular move among public health professionals in the environmental justice community because of the proven lethal impact of pollution. In fact, the environmental activists in California hope that the law becomes further restrictive, especially for areas that consistently have the worst rates of childhood asthma from poor air quality. The EPA estimates the current clean air restrictions already save about 200,000 lives annually, which also means saving many trillions of dollars in medical care. Wildfires are a major source of PM2.5 pollution, accounting for about one-third of the particle pollution in the U.S. Moreover, recent rising emissions from wildfires are counteracting the gains from air regulation policies such as the Clean Air Act, according to a 2022 study from the National Center for Atmospheric Research. However, fire scientists and pro-prescribed fire groups are worried that the new proposal will limit the use of prescribed fire, which is used to clear patches of land before it is burnable. Prescribed burns are less intense then and are a core strategy to prevent wildfires. They are often thought of as a protective trade-off, some pollution now for less damage in the future. If an air district doesn't meet clean air standards, EPA can impose further restrictions, including bans on federal highway grants. Exceptions can be made, however, for unforeseeable, rare, and most importantly, uncontrollable events. To illustrate, if a volcanic explosion occurs within an air district and causes them to exceed the legal limit of pollution, this district can file for an exceptional event and avoid Clean Air Act enforcement by the EPA. But the bureaucratic process involves a lot of paperwork and is tedious and slow, KQED writes. No California district has ever filed for an exceptional event on the basis of a prescribed fire yet. The EPA seems aware of these concerns, KQED explains, and it proposes that prescribed fires have the potential to qualify for exceptions. But this still leaves environmental lawyers concerned that the EPA's reasoning might not match with a judge's evaluation of the file especially since the practice of controlled burns implies that they are controllable. Many see prescribed burning as proactive prevention of more damaging wildfires and hope that the EPA finds a way to protect public health from human-based pollution while encouraging wildfire prevention. With KCSB News, I'm Cindy Zhao.